Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. But we're going to have to replace, you know, Maytime, Naris, and um, we also have Stanek. You know, we have yeah. to replace those kind of guys. Uh, I think the, the core of our bullpen is still intact. I think the rotation is still intact. I think at the end of the day, you know, we're going to have to get a backup catcher for Diaz because, you know, Diaz is going to be the main guy next year. What the schnitzel? Schnitzel, the favorite treat for little girls and boys to I was able to sing German drinking songs and juggle. There's an open tomorrow. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Man, is this this is has this ever been more right, Dell? Uh, Lance Erline wouldn't be the first schnitzel to put people in prison just because he doesn't like them. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a history there. <laughs> you guys are outlandish. <laughs> He's trying to put well, Joe Mori in prison. The 1940s call. They want their jokes back, mm. though. Well, we oh, those jokes didn't come no, in the 1940s. Because funny, if you though. made the jokes in the 40s, you'd Too wind soon. up in prison. Too soon. Yeah, they weren't making those jokes in the 80s. 40s. We're worried about eighty years, almost eighty years. I didn't make this. I didn't make the German connection. That was whoever tweeted. I simply said you are hating against love. That's yeah. all. Yeah, you just. I just one man's love for another. You shouldn't step in. You shouldn't get in the middle of that because that'd be threesome. It's none of your. <laughs> I was going to say. It's none, it's, I was going to say it's none of your business, but there's the other option. Mm-hmm. What? Stay out of there. Are we still talking about general managers and basketball players? <laughs> Speaking of general managers, you heard Dana Brown talking with, that was with Randy McAvoy on Channel 2, and talking about bullpen help. Who's got more work to do, like, Dana Holgerson with recruiting or Dana Brown with bullpen? Both. They got a lot of work to do. Both yeah. of them. Both of them got a lot of work to do. Because he, he, Dana Brown, you heard the intro. That was from Randy McAvoy yesterday. Although it's great. It, it, Okay, it's getting some relievers, okay? That's not exactly well, so we like putting find together a, bullpen a whole club. With, he just said Maton's gone, Naris is gone, Stanick's gone. So in case you're wondering, they're all gone. Yeah. <clears throat> See, Naris is going to get a lot of money. And after what you did with Montero, stupidly, I mean. Yeah, let's do the – let's say if, see if we're all saying thanks to Jeff again. Last year, no GM, three-year deal for Montero. This year, GM, we're not letting a bullpen walk. We'll just find a new bullpen. Yeah. You know, Will Smith has been on the last three World Series winners. <coughs> That's terrible. Yes. Atlanta. Yep. Atlanta, Houston, and uh, although he was not on our. Oh, well, he was with us. Was he on the, the roster, season. though? No, he Playoff was not. Roster? He was gone already. You sure? I think he was on one of the last year. Oh. He was, he was with the Astros, but then we traded him. In the middle of the season? Yeah. Yeah, we traded Then him. how was he on the World Series? Well, winner? he was on the team that won the World yeah, Series. Yeah, but he didn't get a ring. Yeah, he did. He got. Yeah, Did they give him a ring? a ring? I wouldn't have given him a ring. Yes, you give him a ring. Yes. I wouldn't have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we traded him during the middle of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway. Today, I am about limiting. Today, I am about taking away. I am about, I want to, some would say it's being a hater. I am about, no, you don't get all that power, James. 
No, you don't get a ring, Will Smith. Well, I'm saying well, no to really that. Say no. Every once in a while, we can't just let people do whatever they want, or or just you can't. Sometimes you have to tell your kids no. Right? Will Smith says, "Can I get a ring? Did you see how you pitched? No, you're not getting a ring. <laughs> you were traded for a reason. Yeah. If you were good, you would have gotten a ring because you would have still been here. So beat it. Um. No, he came here from Atlanta, right? We, yeah, we traded yeah, for yeah, him yeah. in the middle of the season. He was here, yeah, that's but I don't think he made the, the postseason roster. I did think he? he did one of the maybe. One I think of them. he did for I don't yeah. now World Series, and then maybe he was not. on Texas this year, so he's won the last three. He's got three World Series <clears> rings <throat> over the last three years. So Dana Brown says we'll find relief. Yeah, he Stop didn't already. pitch, and how about he was on the World Series roster? Yeah, who oh, was he? Yeah, and he didn't. They didn't pitch though. Thank God. So. um so Dana Brown says, not a problem. Listen, what's what is Naris gonna get out there? If you're given if you're given Montero eleven a year, Naris is gonna get about, I don't know, forty a year, forty five a year. That's how much better he was than Montero. He's probably not gonna get that on the open market, but I could certainly see twelve in that neighborhood. And people are talking about Uraldus Chapman. Uh, the the thought is he'll be six Six per year because he is older. We don't know if he's going to break down 12 over twelve million over two years. I think that's a bargain if he continues to pitch the way he did this year. Mm-hmm. That would be a huge bargain. And, oh, by the way, this team needs lefties. I, would, I wouldn't hate Araldis Chapman being here. I would hate Cody Bellinger being here. But that's just a personal thing, not really a baseball thing. So, um, But Araldis Chapman... You know, I think he would break our hearts some. I mean, he's another Billy Wagner where when he's on, he's just, look, it's hard to hit something 103 miles an hour, yeah. 101 mile an hour. Um, he did try to end Chaz's, he did try to force him into a surgery yeah. by hitting him on the leg so hard at Chaz. That's the most, I haven't seen a player get hit in a body part and have that response. Well, who was it that drilled? Well, we got when Abreu hit, what's his name, in, yeah, the ribs, in the ribs? That hurt. That hurt. That but hurt. this was right behind the knee. And who caught one in the back that hurt a lot? In the Was it in the postseason? Like, ah. Didn't Chaz catch another one earlier in the year? I think, yeah, I think Chaz was well, the one that ever. Chaz. Just because he's fat and he gets to play baseball? He's not fat. Um, well, that's what. No one seems, yeah, no one seems to puppy. like Chaz except Astros fans. Yeah. We like him. Well, the manager doesn't Dana, always like him. D- no, Dusty didn't like him. Dana likes him, I think. I don't know. He certainly likes. He Yiner. didn't say he did. Now, what he didn't say is he said Yiner's the man, quote unquote. He also said we need a backup catcher. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because he's the man. He's the man. Um, list of Tom Law, put, Keith Law put out his uh, top free agents. Shohei's number one. Cody Bellinger's number two. You have absolute. I have no interest in Cody Bellinger, and I don't think the Astros will either. Because he's a douchebag. Like the things he his said, number is going to be way too high. That dude was a conspiracy theorist on the buzzers. Anyway, I'm mm. done with him. He's he's one of the reasons when you have a major league player saying that it matters more to people. He's one of the ones that Jose Altuve has to deal with this crap. Any interest in Aaron Nola? Yes, of course we have interest yeah. in him, but I don't think the Astros as an are. outfielder. What about Yoshinobu Yamamoto? Mm. Not me. You don't have interest in him? No, we'd lose our jobs. What? Because of you. (laughs) Oh, we would not lose our jobs. What about Sonny Gray? This is the order that Keith Law has them. Jordan Montgomery? So you're just doing, we're no longer on outfielders. Because I was like, I do not want Aaron Nola as an outfielder. No, we don't want him. Blake Snell? No, these are the top 
free agents I this take, year. I take Blake Snell. I take Blake Snell too. But they're not paying a starter. <clears throat> Listen, they've got 40 starters. When, when Lance McCullers comes back in three years, he's going to be a Do starter. Do they have? No, they don't have 40 starters. Don't, you can't. There's no more assuming Lance McCullers can be when, on a roster okay. and be healthy the what whole year. What about Garcia when he comes back? Yeah, probably Garcia. He's not as good as But he's Blake actually Snell. not coming back. He's probably later than, than Lance. Yeah, he's not as good as Blake Snell either. Uh, no, but, but you've, got, you've uh, got one more year after you this. you got money dedicated. You have one more year after this for a, um, for a 40-year-old pitcher. And, and so what, what you're thinking of here is Blake Snell is going to be along with Fromber, Javier, Hunter Brown potentially – yeah, this would be a move for the future, actually, with Blake Snell. Right. Man, there are three in the top ten. Three I Asian, like Aaron Nola, too. Three Asian players. Yeah. Lee Jung-Hoo uh, and, well, Shota Imanaga is also. I mean, there's there's in the top 11, there are three Japanese players and that haven't played yet. What do you have to give up for those guys? That's going to be. Oh, that haven't even played? That haven't even played yet. I don't know. You're. <clears throat> the tech, the uh, Astros have never really been involved in, they've never been involved at all. That Not I know, an Asian of, player in Japanese well, in scouting yeah, Japanese had. players. No, nah, but they, he was a veteran. Yeah. Not from another country, bringing him in like Venezuela, and and that's you know that's a there's a fertile ground there. It's maybe they need to step it up. I know the Yankees, obviously Dodgers, Yankees. There have been teams that already maybe it's like the Astros with Venezuelans and now Cubans. They have a little bit of a head start, but. Um, I'd like for the Astros to be up on the the Asian players. Nineteenth is Kevin Kermeyer. Any interest? I have some. I uh, mean, yeah, he was a seven forty OPS guy, but I his mean, defense. Let me put it this way: still one of the best defensive center fielders in the game. But he's not better than Chaz offensively. I don't know that his OPS. No, like, Chaz plays left. Well, okay. Well, you're putting him in left. But what I'm saying is you have you already know you have a you technically have a left fielder slash DH out there. If you put Chaz on left, you put Kermeyer at center. Yeah, I guess, but is Kermeyer that big an advantage big of an advantage over Dubon? Who has more pop? Uh no, but he's a better he's one of the best center fielders in, in the Dubon's game. a pretty good defensive center he's fielder. He's okay. He doesn't have an arm. He does not no. that is ridiculous. He doesn't have any arm. I mean, Kiermaier is a real center fielder. Let's put Dubon back where Dubon belongs in as a utility guy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, you that you're gonna, if you're going to play every day with Dubon, I'm sorry. That's not that's not optimal. It's just not. Dubon should be filling in everywhere, injury-wise, and giving guys days off. And frequently, by the way. He's a good player. And frequently, yeah. Now, I don't know that Dusty, whoever the new manager is, I don't know that they're going to handle the roster the same way Dusty did. Because uh, Dusty, for two years in a row, led the league in most new lineups. We may not see that. How about Josh Hader bringing him back? You got a left. How did he pitch this year? Uh, he was he had a one two eight with not great. Uh, That's a whip you're talking about. I'm assuming eighty five strikeouts, thirty walks. Not great. Not great. He had a one seven WAR, uh, two four B WAR. So. No, he still he can still bring it. That's a that's a hundred mile an hour guy too. Um, Don't love the the one two eight whip though, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's a lefty too. You might I don't know. You may go in a different direction. Um, Dusty didn't seem to care about left hand relievers. They may they may do it differently now that Dana Brown's running the show. Uh, you do get I almost get the sense that Dana Brown might want to put his roster together for like 
really focus. I know that the manager is going to come first, I would think, but I think Dana Brown is going to want to say, I ain't having a manager tell me what to, what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and target all the players that I want to target. And this is what the manager will deal with. And in that regard, Cespeda is probably, I mean, Joe Espada is probably the best candidate because he knows the Astros way, but he also knows, Hey, I'm a bench coach moving up, getting my chance. I'm not going to rock the boat here with trying to make big demands. Some other guys might have some demands about players they want. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you want to work directly with the manager to target guys. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't I mean, no. If I'm him, I'm getting a guy that's going to listen to me. Not he's we're, we're not equals. Uh, if I'm Dana Brown, I'm going to get a guy that I does what I say as opposed to Dusty. 815 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713-780-3776. If you guys got any thoughts about this, you're more than welcome. I've got some thoughts about Billy Brown and Aqueduct Plumbing. I love Billy Brown because Billy Brown is anti-Dell. So we found that out this week. And so he, he went moved way up in my power rankings. And he was already way up there anyway, okay? Because Billy Brown has come to my house multiple times. And this is on me. I don't know why. I didn't need a plumber for, I don't know, 50 years, and then all of a sudden I needed them three times in, a, in in two months. And it's that was on us. We had a pipe leak. We had toilet problems. We had uh, we had uh, water problems because we didn't take care of our, our tankless water heater. And Billy Brown was there every single time. When you call Billy and his guys, they're going to be at your home in a hurry, and they're going to give you a great estimate that is going to be a fair estimate, Lance. You're going to be the best estimates, not great, the best the best estimates, and not only are they fair, they're extremely transparent. Um, whatever you have that needs to be done, they tell you. If it's something very, very small, they do that as well for you. And there's not going to be finding things to fix and and trying to you know uh, add on, tack onto your bill. That's never the way they work. There's a reason John and I speak for Aqueduct Plumbing Company is because we believe in them. We've we've experienced their work. They are the best. AqueductPlumbingCompany.com. You now have a plumber. It's AqueductPlumbingCompany.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Watch out, door. I will not be murdered wearing a blue and white plastic cone on my head. It's positively undignified. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Y'all lazy today. If you want to get in here, anything that we've been talking about, you're more than welcome to do that. 713-780-3776 is the number. What do you think of uh, what do you think of the Texans this week against Tampa? Uh, I mean, I think uh, the Texans will get a Todd Bowles has, my dad told me of all the guys he's ever prepared for or coached with, Todd Bowles is one of the very best at creating. Uh, Belichick was the best at never, like you never, it didn't matter how much you studied, you weren't going to know what the blitz packages were. Never showed the same thing. But he said Todd Bowles is one of the most creative um, defensive coordinators that he's ever, he coached with Todd Bowles in Arizona. He's like, man, he brings some funky stuff at you that you're not expecting. So I think, CJ's going to get a new look this week where he's going to see things he's never seen before. So I think that's going to be a challenge. 
Uh, running the ball between the tackles isn't going to be easy for the Texans. It hasn't been this year. Regardless, it's definitely not going to be this week. So, Especially without Damian Pierce. Yeah, I would say that this is going to be – this could be one of those games where they sit out there, they have big press corners who like to – you know, Nico Collins is going to have his hands full this week because you're going to have big – press corners out there trying to stop him right off the line of scrimmage. This could be a big tank Dell game because you could see a lot of the quick hit stuff. Like this may not be a lot of down the field. I know we'll hear from Bobby Sloak in a second because Bobby Sloak wants chunk plays. I'm not sure they're, they may take some shots down the field. I mean, you can't not take shots down the field. If they're, if they're there, you need to. But um, if you protect well for CJ Stroud, you may have some opportunities, but I'm not sure it's going to be Nico Collins. I think it's going to be maybe, I think Tank and, and maybe even Robert Woods are going to have their opportunities. to One of those guys, Dalton Schultz, could end up having a, a good game, but uh, you're going to have to get the ball out on the perimeter or something. So there may be some quick – there may be some four-wide receiver quick hit stuff where I think Tank gets six catches this week for 70-some-odd yards. This is – I mean, this a is – touchdown. The, the Texans have beaten Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, and New Orleans. They're all pretty good football team. Pittsburgh's 5-3 and three now. Mm-hmm. New Orleans is a is a de- is a good football team, and they took care of that business. Jacksonville leading the division, a good football team. This Tampa Bay team is okay. This is the kind of game, and you're three and four right now with Cincinnati loom- at Cincinnati looming next week. This is a pretty good. This is a pretty big football game for them. If if they're going to make any noise this season, or they're just going to be the same old Texans. And you know what? What we've seen at them, of them at home, that Pittsburgh game, that New Orleans game, this is a – and Tampa's not going to travel like, like those no, teams. No, no, no. No, this will be a good – this will be a solid home field advantage for this team. For the, well, listen, it wasn't for the Saints and it wasn't for Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and yet they were able to overcome it. Yeah. This will be a solid home field advantage if people show up. I would think people are going to go, right? You can get tickets right now as low as $22 for this game. Why wouldn't you go? Why wouldn't you go? What's their record? Three and four. Okay. You're one away from being four and four and in the mix for the playoffs. Yep. I mean, kind of. And you're a better football team. I don't care about the the record. You're a better football team. You actually look like a football team. You can't get beat by Baker and Desmond Ritter and uh, Bryce Young. Like, you can't get beat by Carolina, Tampa, and this is one that you really need to win. Yeah. You haven't learned to win yet. You need to learn to win. Well, you did You did what you needed to do against New Orleans and held them off at the end. You slapped Pittsburgh around. You slapped Jacksonville around. You you need to come out and establish. And you're right. This has got to be a game where you get some chunk plays. Be it Nico, Look at Jacksonville down the field, the Tank Dell play early yes. in the game, the shot down the field. Yeah. You had some against uh, Pittsburgh. That's missing right now. And Bobby Sloak, as a matter of fact, Bobby Sloak talked about uh, the ability to hit chunk plays. Chunk plays are defined by 25 passes of 25 yards more runs of 15 or more, and that's a very, very important part of the game. We, we're striving for explosive plays. We've done a pretty good job of it most of the year. You know, I'd say we struggled early on just taking advantage of some explosive opportunities, and then really the last two games, and, and I mainly would say the second half in New Orleans and then last week for sure. Um, we had some opportunities there that we just didn't, we didn't finish. We didn't really quite, uh, you know, take advantage of. We had some some deep balls there that that we missed that were explosive ops. We had, I think, four batted or tipped balls 
one of which wasn't explosive. And then, and then there were some others that, you know, we felt pretty good about the looks we were thrown into and, and they knocked them down, which makes it, you know, when you can't take advantage of the looks you want, it's obviously that's going to limit the amount of chunk plays you have. Is there, I just sensed a little bit of, you know, CJ's got to get better there. Now the, chi- the the tip balls, there's nothing you can do about, mm-hmm. right? They're, they were holding back. They weren't rushing him. They were just sitting back and jumping in the air, which isn't a bad strategy. But they were, you know, that that's something that you just can't. Oh, well, you got a tip ball at the line of scrimmage. But I feel like Bobby Slowick has a, got, it sounded like a little frustrated with the fact that CJ either wasn't finding guys down the field or they had but didn't have enough time to throw it down the field <gasps> or guys weren't, break, you know, getting open. It, he's, he feels like there were opportunities that were wasted. Yeah, he's clearly frustrated because that's one of the things the offense thrives on is it's more important for them more than – well, f- philosophically, they want to be able to run the ball, number one, which is you know, been up and down. But number two, they want to be able to hit plays off the play action and hit the, the deep ball, and that's not happening, and it sounds like they're not seeing them. It sounds like they're not seeing them, but you could be right. could be – also, some protection stuff may not be what it needs to be. Maybe there have been times where he's just not getting the protection he wants. So um, that's going to be a big part of it. I looked up explosive plays in the passing game. They're not bad. They're 11th in the league, which is actually, I would have thought, I thought it was going to be a lot lower. They're actually 11th in the league. The top three are all these, these offensive concepts, basically. San Francisco, uh, first was Miami, second was Minnesota, and third was... Uh, uh, San Francisco. All three of them come from this this concept. This All three trip. of them have huge explosive players, and Tank needs to be that. Well, they have true number ones, a wide yes. receiver. Well, not not really not San, San Francisco. Fr- that's the different. That's the outlier because they have Debo and but they have George Kittle. But they have a lot of guys, like yeah. a lot of high quality guys. Ayuk, even mm-hmm. McCaffrey in the in the passing game. I mean, they have they have they got a bunch of guys, guys they can target. Yeah. All right, eight twenty eight. Brandon, we'll get you on the other side talking Astros again. If anybody else wants in, someone three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If anybody's on Twitch right now, they can see the hair, the look today. Uh, just feel great about it. Just feel great about what he did for my hairline, what he did. And I, I may go back because, you know, there's a lot of work. There was a lot of work to be done in the back of my head with the giant nine iron divot that I had out of it. But it filled in nicely and it did, did a really nice job. But there's still more work to be done, and I'm okay with that. Listen, Doc said he has done it. The Doc who uh, does it, Doc Linville, he said he's gotten it two, three times now. And he continues to fill in. And you might be a guy who needs the PRP where you just need to stimulate the growth in your hair. Or you may be the guy that needs the neo-grafting. And if you need the neo-grafting, now's the best time, best price we've ever seen. He's taken, he's giving you a rebate. You could save up to $1,000 on this deal. You're looking for the best way to get hair. Painlessly, he's got an anesthetic that le- that lasts three days now, but it's still not nearly as painful as cutting and pa- it, that was awful the way that they used to do it. This is neografting; it's just much better. It's all much better. The how you're going to the success rate, everything at nine seven five hair dot com nine seven five hair dot com. ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five, home of Odin Finch. Odin Finch. I'm Odin Finch.
Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert, the other an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. I'm the blood spatter expert because I watched Dexter. So, kind of have an idea on some of those things. I don't want to watch all those CSIs and things like that. Uh, that's kind of beneath me. I go right to the serial killers and kind of learn from them. No, you do. I got a, a buddy who's a big serial killer fan. and uh, Fan? Yeah, he... The, he well... Yeah, I mean, not enthusiast he, or no. Well, yeah, he likes to watch stories about yeah. like Bundy. He was a big fan, big fan. of his work. It, no, just the, of a big. I don't fan know of, why. I don't. Yeah, maybe fans the wrong word. Maybe, maybe not. I don't wait, know. Bundy. I always what was worried Bundy's, a little bit about him because he did, he's Ted. an enthusiast. Ted, Ted, not Al. No, that's right. Ted Bundy. He's one of the only. He's one of the only serial killers that didn't catch a middle name. Because usually they do middle names to make sure that you don't yeah. confuse them with anyone else. Because uh, it's John Wayne Gacy, Henry Lee Lucas. Because right. I used to be into, like, who all the serial killers you were. You were a fan as well. I wasn't a fan. That's enthusiast. not how I would. Enthusiast. I wouldn't even say enthusiast. I just knew him. Okay. John Wayne Gacy, Henry Lee Lucas. Um, yeah, no, no, you have to. Usually, when people, or most people are arrested, they use their little. Gacy was the one who dressed as a clown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a really, really. Now the Jeffrey guy, Dahmer. Wayne Jeffrey no. Lee Dahmer. No, it's not Lee. There's no Lee. It's just Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because, yeah, or I mean, Jeff Jeffrey Jeff. I think he was Jeffrey for the most part. But yeah. people who knew him probably called him Jeff. That not if they wanted to stay alive, they didn't. That Jeffrey uh, Lionel Dahmer. That Netflix uh, doc was uh, chilling. Chilling. I didn't watch it. You didn't? The doc, not the bio show, not the show where you had. Yeah, the, the show. The documentary or the, the show? The bio show. Oh, okay. No, I didn't watch it. I did. I it, heard it was good. It was re- It was. It was too good. I saw all, all every yeah. season of Dexter other than the last one, so yeah. I feel like I'm pretty much up on all that stuff. Well, that's kind of fake. It's like a, a Well, he wasn't a cannibal either. It wasn't really, yeah. It wasn't really real, so that's there. There's you finished that. bodies? Yeah, I didn't. I know. I just it's not real. Jeffrey Dahmer actually happened. No, but did you finish bodies? The show? Oh no, 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 no. I'm in, in like the fifth. We're, we've been busy this week. I've I'm almost I'm about done with Dogs of Berlin. I'll be on to something else. Okay. Uh, all your schnitzels. Mm-hmm. That's a good show. It's 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 a it's got a lot going on. There's some. There's a really bad cop in it. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Was his guy. name Officer Phillips? What's that? Is the name Officer Phillips of that cop? No. 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 He was a good cop. Was he? Yep. Mm-hmm. He was the one who calls it like it is. <laughs> Called you, said he was talking to the grown folks whenever he was talking to grown men in here. Dell, yeah, don't he, interrupt him. Yeah. Because he doesn't like Dell and he likes RJ. Right. That's all. That's all. And, and who doesn't? Who Brandon. does it? <laughs> Brandon wants to get in here. Let's get him in. What do you say, Brandon? Hey, guys. Love the show. Love the listener every day. Grab the work. Love entertainment too. Great conversation. I was going to sit on the Astros, kind of the offseason. I think first order of business uh, in the manager has to be for me the top two guys. I mean, Joe Spada or a, a Craig Council if you want to spend the money and bring them in. And I think the team, definitely the window of contention is still open out there for next year. Starting pitching is a strength for this club. And definitely a few pieces here. I'm kind of with you guys on the, the Josh Hader bullpen, maybe a Blake Snell, kind of round up the rotation and build it for the 
the future, considering Verlander, you know, got back out in his career, a lot of times catching up with him a little bit. But I think the team needs to add, I'm with you, John, on Kevin Kiermeyer or Morris Gurriel Jr., some type of you know, left, right-handed bat to compliment Jordan and Tucker. And that hang up the list and take you guys both. But definitely moves have to be made this offseason. We cannot stay stagnant as we did last year and make bad decisions to, to try to, you know, win two out of three now as World Series champions. I'll hang up the list. Uh, isn't that crazy? Gurriel's already 30. Lords, yeah, I wouldn't mind Lords, um, but he's gonna. They said he's gonna make a lot of money, a lot of money. Jorge Soler is out there as well. Who guy who I wanted a couple of years ago? He's a really bad fielder though. He's an explosive bat, but he is a really bad fielder. So I don't know if can you afford to have Chaz in center, Soler in left, Tucker in right. Tucker's uh, is a Great fielder, and uh, probably a silver. More than likely, going to be the silver slugger, one of the silver slugger outfielders. Can you? Chaz is a good center fielder, and without Dusty now bringing him cupcakes every day, he's probably going to lose some weight and he'll get a little faster. Uh, he won't be nearly as fat as he has been. I don't know. Once you go down this path, it's hard to change. It It is hard to lose the weight, right? Yeah, it is. Chaz McThickums. Gurriel may strike out a little more than you like, but he's he might be in the he could be in the mix for consideration. Great speed out in the outfield, great range defensively. Um, a little bit of pop. Twenty four home runs last year, five the year before, uh, twenty one the year before that. His best. Uh, he's had three seasons over twenty home runs, so that's probably as many as Carlos Correa has had during his career. Uh, did Carlos had 41 years? I predicted. <clears throat> no. He didn't? No. I predicted he would have it. You predicted it. I don't think Carlos has ever hit I don't know third. why that's in my mind, that number, anyway. I don't either. I don't think Carlos has never gotten a 30. That Guriel's a year older than Carlos. Wow. Uh, I mean, Carlos was 29. But I remember it wasn't that long ago where we were talking about the Astros were trying to get. The thought was they were trying to get Yuli so that they could get Lourdes to come over to their squad, that they, that he would sign with them. That was the thought, is that, are we just giving this Yuli guy money just to get Lourdes Gurriel? And turns out, no. No, Yuli was, Yuli was a good player for you for, for quite a while. Um, during Carlos Correa's, yeah, he's... No, now he has hit 20 home runs three, four, five, actually six times during his career. So uh, the most he's ever had was 24 home runs. No, 26 home runs. Um, I'm I'm I don't know why I got lost in this. Jeannie Buss and Jay Moore. Have you guys? Where are you guys on that? What are do you mean? Guys? Where am I? Where am I positioned? Do yeah, I am I in favor that? of their reunion, huh? or is that what you're asking? I really thought Jay about Moore's it. Jay Moore's going out with Jeannie Buss. They're yeah. married, aren't they? I don't know about the married, but I know they're they are together at at a minimum. Jay Moore has lived a life now. Yeah, Jay, no, they're married. I think they got married in Malibu. So where where are you on that, Lance? Where are you on this on this relationship? Well, you know, he was married to an adult actress. Was he? Jenna Jameson. I don't see in his marriage history, they have him married to Nikki Cox, the redhead from the the Mary Will Children ripoff. Wait, no, 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 no. That's who I'm thinking of. Jenna Jameson was uh, no, Tito Ortiz. Nikki yeah, Cox, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki Cox was not an adult actress. She was the redhead hot hot girl from... Do you wish she was? I don't care one way or the other. Wait, wait. So he was never married... 
this it's be weird to get Tito Ortiz and Jay Moore mixed up. Yeah, right. yeah I don't know what you're doing there. Uh, so he was never married to no, she an was adult actress. no, okay. just a really attractive model slash actress from Unhappily Ever After, the movie that that TV show, The Talking Bunny. And what was her name? Uh, Nikki Cox. Okay. Uh, Nicole Chamberlain was his first wife. Also, also not an adult actress. I met her during. I met her when she was You're here. You're making for that the, up. For, no, no, no. For the Super Bowl. No, I, we had Jay Nikki Moore Nikki Cox in. or Nicole Chamberlain? No, Nick, uh, Nicole Chamberlain. John and I met. I saw them at the Super Bowl when they played Carolina. John and I had Jay Moore on during Super Bowl week on Radio Row. Remember Map of Hawaii? Yeah, that happened. He uh, Jay was explosive on the show. Yes. He said a lot of things. Ooh, you're getting the words or you're using No, right he, he said a lot of things. Words. We were like. Words means things. Like wow. I couldn't believe Jay was on fire. Yes, that whole segment. So anyway, uh, he, he's Jay Moore's a guy who's been on Saturday Night Live. He had his own sports talk show. He was married to somebody who was in, I guess, Nikki Cox's in He hates Raheel. Why does he does hate Raheel? Raheel and Raheel had a... Uh, Raheel said something he about... He and Raheel here? Raheel, he, our Raheel. In person? Jay Moore uh, came after him on Twitter. On Twitter? Yeah, because Raheel had some kind of comment, and and, and Jay Moore saw what he oh, said I about him. I remember this. You remember that? Yeah, I remember the yeah. back and forth. Raheel was like, oh, what do you do? Why are you coming after me? Well, because Raheel said something egregious. About Jay Moore? About Jay Moore. Oh, Jay Moore was... Didn't Jay Moore... He was... He wasn't based here, but he had a show on yeah, seven ninety sports talk show. Fox Sports that they ran. Yeah, yeah. And he I made another host over there go get his food at Maggiano's. Another host said, "You should go to Maggiano's. Great idea. Go pick up something up for me and the fellas." <laughs> and, oh, that, he, and that radio host had to go pick up food for him when Jay Moore was in town hosting. Yeah, he okay. was a he was a bit of a he, he was a little full of himself with drug drug addiction i think uh alcohol too and he got cleaned he's real clean so the radio host couldn't have just said now. no the radio host was a big fan oh then, so the radio oh, okay. host was fan sad boy. yeah the radio host was sad that he had to go pick up food is it a radio host that john likes i don't think so hmm. i don't i don't know any of the radio hosts over there <laughs> that's um, not true I don't. I don't. You do. You work with Matt Thomas. You work with Matt Thomas. You work with the hosts. It wasn't Matt Thomas. It wasn't Matt Thomas. I love Matt. You work with Sean. All I know wasn't Sean. Sean Salisbury. Yeah, yeah, I love Sean. He wasn't there guy. at the time. Yeah, I know. Because mm-hmm. when I was there. But all I know is that um, he did get cleaned up, and then now, wow! And so now he just got married to Jeannie Buss. He's he's lived a Je- and Jeannie's still going he did a pretty movie good. With- and not only that, you pick up Jeannie Buss is a, a very attractive woman and all that money. Yeah, you pick up money, you pick up an NBA team. Wow. Very transactional for you from you, like Jay, John. Well, I'm just saying, it, Jay. Well, well why a, can't it be that way the other way, Dell? What do you mean? Why can't it be the other way? What do you mean? Well, yeah. you have sometimes I'm, you have I'm you pro, see videos. I'm pro living off your wife. I've never seen okay. a. I've never heard of a woman marrying a man for money. If you see John, is John going to recognize this? As yes. Game. This is called. This is a classic. <laughs> no, but he, this is different, though. He game was with Wendy. Recognize. No, he was I with Wendy, Wendy before. When she was Poe. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Maybe he saw potential, but he didn't marry her because but she had John money. But John recognizes when you have when you've hit the big time, hey. and he's just telling you that yeah. Jeannie Bus transaction was a good one, a love transaction. Good, recognized. Good. How about Jay Moore just found a woman he loves? Yeah, yeah but that too. That's great. That's great. But what comes Throw with that? Throw that in? Okay. What comes what with that? What do you that? mean? Are you going to act like it doesn't come with something? I, I don't know what you're talking that, about. But he did get an NBA team. I think you two are very cynical. Not cynical Now he gets to all. hang I'm out with saying, LeBron. I'm oh. just saying it's 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 a win-win, okay? 
it's very opportunistic. Great. He, the love's there. Awesome. Okay, so when but you so, get an NBA team. So when a wife, he so he when a wife get marries the team, a, he doesn't so get a, the team. He gets the it's team. It's not in the will. Yeah. She dies. You, so don't know a, you don't know what. So the when a is. athlete marries a woman, she doesn't get some of the spoils of what he. I don't accomplishing? really. I don't think about love that way. The nice I think, house. I don't that, think about love that way. Well, it's because you're not a realist. I see those. You're romantic. Two, I see Dale, those two people. I see those two people as coming together and finding love in a world where love isn't all, all that hard. A, all Jay that Moore easy to find. Jay Moore got a big house. Jay it's Moore got an NBA plus. team. Jay Moore is now mm. friends with LeBron and Anthony Davis, and maybe even D'Angelo Russell. Why would he want that? Uh, Jay Moore probably can get a show developed through Spring Hill. With Maverick Carter now, hmm. like this is a great move for Jay Moore to get married. I feel like you, it's a smart move. I feel yeah. like you two have decided love is transactional. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Well, I'm not sometimes a fan of it, it is. It, Anna Nicole Smith. She I'm married, sorry. She loved that old man. If, look, if the love comes along with yeah. it, what? All the more power. She loved that old man, and it just. I mean, if she he did was. Love. She, she stayed with him until he was dead. How do you know she loved him? She said so. She I said believe so. Her. I, they got she married. Said so I believe it. On the stand, she yeah. I don't. I would. She would perjure he herself. Take a stand. <laughs> Isn't that is that true love when somebody makes you take the stand under oath? No, she said it well, before but, God and everyone. Yeah, she and she swore on the Bible that she'd tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing. So but who the am truth. I not to believe? Yes, her? I'm not. I'm going to believe that. Okay, you know what else I'm going to believe in? What home you, bank? I know you two are terrible people. I'm going to believe in Home Bank because Home Bank is, they're really good. And they've got a deal right now that's, well, they got competitive rates with everybody. How about this? The most, I don't know that there's more competitive rates than this. Right now at Home Bank, offering an annual percentage yield of 5.45% on an 11 month CD. And the minimum balance is only $2,500. That's an outstanding rate. 5.45% APY on an 11 month CD. Minimum. Minimum balance twenty five hundred dollars. This is a good deal. You're going to want to put more than twenty five hundred into it. If you've got it, do it. Business personal banking solutions for nearly any need. Personalized attention to all of your needs. That's their standard. They want to make sure that you get the that you reach your financial goals. That is what they. That's what their goal is. Business personal banking, competitive rates. You want to talk to one of their local bankers. Any area location, River Oaks. Sugarland, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, Friendswood. Visit home24bank.com for more information. Good for business, good for life. Home Bank, member FDIC. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet Sassy Molassie. Penguin goalie Peter Scudra says, Hey, try not to shoot that puck up my pooper. I'll shoot the puck anywhere I want. And if that happens to be in your pooper, so be it. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, 713-780-3776 is the number. If, yeah, Travis Hunter. Did you see his reaction? <laughs> now, y'all, Dwight Howard, it's his personal business, and that's great. They put out, his teammates put out, they were getting on the plane to go travel, and they put out there, and they go, hey, did you hear Dwight Howard was wearing your jersey at the game the other night? And Travis Hunter was like, oh, he was not happy that Dwight Howard was wearing his jersey. You'll find out that that 
what people are finding out now with the Dwight Howard stuff is there has been a very, a much more uh, tolerant and accepting culture throughout the country over the last uh, really several years mm-hmm. uh, with, with, with gay marriage and uh, homosexuality in general. It's not, you know, and, and people would like to believe it's that way with athletes too. We have said Carl Nassib came out and wasn't a big deal. College football player no. has come out. Um, however, the Dwight thing is just a little refresher that, yeah, it ain't. Well, there's also the thing it's about. Still, it's still an issue for players because there's still a big chunk of, of athletes and, and, and really the community in general. I noticed with Twitter, with people, some of the things they said where it's, there's a lot of intolerant well, people And that's still re- really a problem uh, because we're talking about intolerance. Well, well, Dwight's accused of doing something egregious. It's not. It yeah, there's two separate, yeah, there's yeah, two there, separate things. I mean, people can conflate and You're talk right. about, well, there's not an acceptance. I'm not disagreeing with what you said. That's true. I mean, you yeah. see it with the jokes and everyone t- tweeting about it, but it's overshadowing the actual issue, at least in my eyes, the You're fact right. that Dwight's be- being accused of doing something Of holding violent. somebody, yeah. like taking someone's underwear off against yeah. their will. Yeah, so Dwight, because he's an athlete, Dwight being gay, allegedly uh, being in a sexual relationship with a man is the story when really the story is he's being accused of doing something illegal right. and violent. Right, but the overriding theme of it is yes, his, his sexuality yeah, yes, as right. opposed to a potential exactly. crime. Yeah. And he says none of your but business. That's also, but that's also a little bit of a problem, too, that that's the overriding thing. But he was literally, like, if that was a woman that that happened to, that he was menacing and forcing her, kind of holding her down and pulling her panties off, that would not be yeah. like the the big. That would be a huge issue. But like, I think it speaks to your your point that the fact that Dwight Howard potentially being in a relationship sexual situation with a man, it's a big story. It's still a big story, even though we will tell you, well, people will tell you it's it's not a big deal anymore. It still remains a big deal for people. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It absolutely does. And you know what? I mean, the, the jokes are the internet is just. Yeah, it's we know low, what the internet. The internet's is, yeah. undefeated, but um, seven three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Justin's going to be here in about uh, seven and a half. He's minutes. not undefeated. He is actually defeated. He's been defeated. But in the most recent one, it was a tie. Both so listener limo and Justin won two, lost two, and tied one. So limo guy won. He says he's coming in hot today. So we'll have to uh, see. I don't know where he's where he's been or where he's going or what's going on in his life, but um, he. Probably is not going to be prepared oh, as well as I'll, usual, like which might be, a, might be a positive. Yeah, that he didn't look into the games. He'll be facing right. William today. William will be our contestant. Yeah, no, no, no. That's that. That is that is awesome. Looking at um, some tweets here. Did you see the tweet Darren Ravel put out about Eric Armstead? His, no, his game check. No. So apparently, well, you get paid every Tuesday. I think in the NFL, he makes. Eric Armstead makes $393,000 a game times 17. Okay. That's a big number. Yeah. 393,000. I don't know what Eric Armstead, 393,000 times 18 weeks because you get paid every week. Uh, um, let me see. And times 18. He makes $7 million a year. Okay. 
points out he's got his finger on the taxes that come out. How much do you think he's paying in taxes every week? How much does he make every week? Yeah. How, how much, much? How much? How much does he make every week? He's playing saying? in San Francisco. Uh huh. Right. So, what do you think they withdraw on his taxes? And how much does he make every week? Did you tell me three ninety three? Three hundred ninety three thousand. I have. A, how does that work? I thought there was there are different scenarios where if he's playing on the road, it, his that's different than when he's playing. Is it he's or does he have to pay taxes? Or does he get doubled up when he plays? He has to pay San Francisco taxes and wherever he's playing taxes when he plays on the road, right? Yeah, I don't know if they're withdrawing that out of his tax. Yeah, I think they probably would. No, so yeah, um, so I have to pay taxes whenever I go to Los Angeles to work. Have to pay LA taxes. That's how they. Well, it's actually every professional athlete who pay who plays. You know, when you have to go to high, if you have to go, like the Astros, they have to go to high tax states. You have to go play the Angels. Yeah. You have to play the yeah. A's. Uh, they have to go well, pay, as opposed they, to the Phillies who have to play New York. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. equally high. I'm guessing two hundred thousand. One hundred ninety four. Forty nine percent. Forty nine point three percent. Forty nine, and that's payroll. That doesn't even that's take into account some guy. of the other. And that's there's okay. more taxes for him too, by the way. Yeah, this is every guy in the NFL. Can you? I mean, the pro teams. I wonder what LeBron's is. Well, we well Tyreek Hill was on a podcast, or maybe it was even his own, or maybe it was with Brandon Marshall. He talked about how he chose the Dolphins, and for whatever reason, he said he was a fan of Zach Wilson. You can believe that or not. So. Because the Jets were the other team in the in the running, so he talked about how he talked to Zach Wilson, he talked to the Jets, and the Jets offered a certain amount of money guaranteed after the Chiefs didn't meet his number, and then the Dolphins did it, and the Jets actually surpassed what the Dolphins were going to offer. But then his mother said, "What do you want to do? What do you want to be?" And then she also reminded him, "State of Florida, no state tax. Remember that. Remember, remember how that plays out in your salary. So instead of going to New York, so sure, New York's offering more money guaranteed, but how much money?" What's the difference right. against New York taxes and, and Florida taxes? So that played a part in his decision. It absolutely should. Well, and you people talk about it here, but here's the problem with here and no state tax, property taxes, and these guys ain't living in no $400,000 house, okay? They're living in multi-million dollar houses, and their taxes are going to be probably comparable to state having a state tax. Now, California state taxes... It's it's New California. York, New York is even worse with townships. California itself. every week gets forty one thousand dollars from Eric Armstead. Every week, forty one thousand mm. dollars. That's just one guy, and they're doing at a seven million. And they actually are doing really good work with their tax dollars too. <laughs> doing great work. They say California, especially in is, San Francisco, is a bust when it comes to actually utilizing the tax base they have. They are terrible. Terrible. They, they, Did you see the universally story known as where terrible. they were a guy offered, oh, my God, he offered because they were going to put a toilet in the, in the city of San Francisco. It was going to be a it was going to cost seven million dollars to put one toilet in. And a guy who makes toilets said, I'll do it for free. And it ended up even still. With all of the different things, regulations, regulations yeah. that they have, it was still going to be a couple million dollars. Well, because everyone gets their hand. Because everybody's got their you hand. You have all the licensing so and permits. They're the, California's the worst. 
the worst. All right, we got a break. Justin's next. Beat the limo guy right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I got to talk about Give Me the Vin. I got to talk about tomorrow. John Clay Wolf is going to be here. And if you're somebody who wants to talk on the radio with John Clay Wolf, you can do that right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You can also congratulate him for the Rangers World Series victory. He, he's very happy about that. You can also find out how much your car is worth right there on the radio. Or you can go to the website, GiveMeTheVin.com. If you don't want to you know, talk to him. It's really amazing, though, how good he is at finding, figuring out how much your vehicle is worth. He's the best, and he's going to give you more. He is going to he's going to go on the high end so that you can go into the dealership or CarMax armed with what what John Clay Wolf is going to give you. And he says, "Okay, CarMax counter offers. I'll beat that. And if I can't beat it, I'll send you a hundred dollars." So. And he never sends a hundred dollars because he always beats it. So you're looking for the best way to sell that vehicle. You want the most for it? Sure you do. Give me the vin.com. That's give me the vin.com. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. We control the spice. The worm is the spice. The spice is the worm. 